This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Lots of focus on labor unrest around the province. Of course, we got the transit dispute going on in Metro Vancouver today, impacting bus service in the region. But check out what's going on in Saanich near Victoria, where a strike by school support workers has shut down the school system now for 10 straight days. So kids out of class for two weeks as unionized teachers refused to cross the picket line for support workers there in the system. That's a lot of school to miss. There is some concern that this type of strike action could spread to other school districts. The school district says they're offering the union a fair raise. Uh, The union does not agree. Let's check in now with the mom whose daughter has been impacted by this dispute, Tara Hool. Uh, you may have read her very fine editorials in the Vancouver Sun in the past, and I'm very pleased to welcome her. Hiya, Tara. Hello. How are you doing, Mike? I- I'm great. Thanks a lot for coming on. Tell me about your daughter. What grade is she in? She is in grade 12. Okay, oh, that's a big one, right? That's the big one when you're, you're you need you need to get your make sure you're in class and you're getting good marks. Tell yeah. tell me tell me about your concern now with uh, this strike and your daughter out of class. Right. Well, it's actually, um, it's been a very stressful emo- um, time for all of us, obviously, as you can well imagine. Um, emotionally, mentally, as well as physically, it's just been an a incredible toll. This is the period where kids are just trying to line up some, you know, some post-secondary options in terms of filling out applications, making sure that all of their credits are available for graduation. Um, so it's a huge, it's a huge deal for the students. And, um, and in particular, I mean, my daughter is no exception to that. So, um, you know, along with her friends, I mean, they're just really, you know, kind of held in limbo here, just kind of waiting for the grown-ups to um, make up their minds in terms of how they're going to be doing while they, what they have no power or control over what they're, what, what they should be doing. Okay, I, under, I understand that you've had enough, and tell me what you're going to do now with your daughter. Right, so we, we're transferring out of the district. Um, wow. uh, this has been something that um, has, um, it, it's, it's never an ideal situation. Um, this is, I'm following basically just supporting um, her wishes in terms of what she'd like to do, and she has made her um, education and making sure she graduates on time um, her number one priority this year, which means that she'll have to say goodbye to a lot of, um, of the same classmates that she's had in this, throughout the same schools um, over the number of, of, of years. But um, her bigger priority is just making sure that um, she can graduate on time, have enough credits, as well as get on with um, whatever um, auditions that she may have to do in, um, following up next summer. So she's made a very, I think, a very mature decision um, and has decided that maybe she'll just hop over to another school district where they have been very accommodating and very welcoming to um, have her complete her year there. Okay, I assume you're going to go to the Victoria School District then? That is correct, yeah. Okay, is that a difficult thing to do, to switch into another school district sort of mid-year? Yes, it is. It's incredibly uh, complex. Um, You have to be of the right temperament to do that, um, as well as being, you know, um, focused in terms of what your priorities are. And for her, it's academics. You know, she wants to make sure that um, she gets all of her classes done on time. So, um, and she's not just the only one. I mean, some of her friends are now also looking at doing the same thing, whether they, you know, transfer into their private school or to another public school, because, um, again, their priority, they're very focused in terms of how they want to end up the year. And, um, this is the only choice that they have. Um, if, especially as a French immersion student, um, your only options really
really to do that is to you can't do it online. Um, you can't do it, you know, you know, through, um, any, anywhere else. So you have to just look at other options. And right now, that's it. What kind of uh, commute will you have? Will you have to travel farther to go to class now if she's able to transfer into another school district? Yes, we'll be looking at probably doubling our time in terms of getting her back and forth to school. Um, there's a couple other kids in our area that also attend the same school, so hopefully we'll be able to do some carpooling. But um, this is just, rel- you know, it's, it's reflective in terms of what parents do in order to accommodate what their kids are doing for school. Yeah. Um, you know, it's really something that I, for the life of me, can't understand why it is not being declared as an essential service because, there, you know, there is a mandate available that the government could be using in order to have that happen. Um, but it's there, there, you know, the kids are being ignored. <laughs> Ignored here, as far as I'm concerned. So we'll just have to, you know, fill the gaps like we've done before, uh, just to make sure that she's able to get what is required, you know, for her to finish her schooling on time. Okay, I'm speaking to Tara Hool. She's a mom in the Saanich School District. The schools there have been shut down by a support workers' strike for two weeks. You just heard her describe how her daughter is now going to switch school districts. Uh, she's in grade 12. She wants to go to university, I guess. Yeah, hopefully, or if yeah. it's even at a, at a college. I mean, um, she's looking at also having to complete some auditions in the in the summertime. So, having if if or whatever, if this strike goes much longer, uh, the concern, of course, is that now we've got the BCTF looking at maybe some action later on. But um, you know, regardless of all of that, the whole focus is trying to get her done so that she can you know continue on with her application process and through whatever needs to be done. You know, following her graduation. So, um, and as parents, we have no. Other their choice here. Um, if 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 um, you know the two sides can you know keep delaying this, then we just have to go outside of our own area and make sure that she gets what she needs. What a pain! I mean, what a what, this this is so inconvenient for parents. Never and the, of right. course the kids as well. How do you feel about that? You're being basically held hostage by this uh, labor dispute. Right. I'm just beyond frustrated that once again, I mean, parents are being held. You know, they have no power. For all of the money that's being poured into, you know, education in this province, it's the second highest expenditure. Um, we still don't seem to get any further ahead in terms of, you know, advocating to make sure that our kids receive, you know, you know, the, the basics um, in terms of, you know, getting through the system, you know, that 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 is, you know, that is responsible for. So. I think that maybe we need to start looking at other options under the public banner, which may not, you know, be uh, something that we might not be including, you know, some of these groups that are holding these kids hostage. I mean, they have options in other jurisdictions. You know, in Alberta, you've got a, a whole host of different options under the public banner. So why can't they have them here in B.C.? Okay. Do you have any other kids in the public school system there or just your daughter affected here? Well, this is. Uh, She's my youngest. My other one luckily graduated um, last year, but she had faced, you know, we had, like, this is the third one. We've had services withdrawn before. We've had a three-week strike a few years ago, um, which was greatly impacting their schooling. So um, it's not something that's, uh, you know, it doesn't make me feel good as a taxpayer to know that my dollars are being, you know, kind of squandered here in a system that's not working. And uh, I really do think that um, the, you know, the ones that are in charge of the education here need to take a second look and really see what uh, parents want, because maybe there's a reason why in this province we have the highest enrollment in private schools and independent schools, so maybe we need to start looking at other options for parents that uh, is under the public banner, because you, this is just completely unacceptable. Do you have concerns, Tara? As you mentioned, your kids have gone through a whole bunch of labor disputes over the years in the school system. What is your read on the kind of the, 
the mood of the BC Teachers Federation because I, I think this dispute in Sanich right now with the school shut down for two weeks, maybe that's right. just a little preview, a little taste of things to come if we see some wider job action by the teachers or maybe other other support workers in other districts too. I absolutely agree with you, and that's sort of been our... Um, Adam Sterling on CFAX this morning said exactly the same thing that you said too. Um, it's I, To me, it's kind of a warm-up to what we're going to be seeing more of, and I guess, you know, the public needs to ask itself, is this what we want? I mean, we do not see this in any other jurisdiction in any other province as widely as we do here. Why does it always have to be in BC? So I... <laughs> I, I just don't think that this is something that, for me personally, that I, you know, I'm not, I'm not taking sides in either in, in either one here. But all I can say is, as a consumer of, as a person that's supporting these systems, you know, who's who's advocating for me? Who's advocating for my child? And I don't see a lot of support either way from either side to do well, that. Well, what did you think of the? It was interesting to hear Premier John Horgan in the last few days kind of weigh in on this and encourage the union here, QP in this case, to accept the deal that, that's on the table, and I guess that's his prescription to end this thing. What did you think of him saying that? Do you think that was a good thing for him to say, or do you think he should take more more aggressive action to kind of end this dispute that shut the schools down there for two weeks? Well, I mean, we've there, the, the district has been very clear in terms of that this, this, is, this is as much as they can do. And, I mean, you know, the union and QP and all the other groups, you know, a long time ago were involved with creating the provincial framework. And this is the stumbling block that um, the district is coming up against. And if for the union to now be saying that, yes, we're going to still reject, you know, the most, you know, attractive, you know, um, you know, deal that has been, you know, given to them, that it's apparently supposed to be the best one that has been offered anywhere else in the province. Um, I mean, for them to still say, no, that's not good enough, then I do believe that the province needs to step in and maybe look at, um, you know, declaring education as an essential service. There is legislation available for that through the, um, you know, the Minister of Labour. So at this point, I mean, I'm not a big fan of, you know, Big Brother coming in to swoop in and save the day. But if you're going to have two squabbling kids, you know, maybe the, you know, the bigger person needs to just sort of, you know, put some order in place and, and make them understand why that needs to be. Tara, thanks for coming on. Thanks for your time, Mike. I appreciate you, it. You bet. Thank you. Uh, Tara Houle, she is a mom in Saanich near Victoria, where the schools have been shut down for two weeks now by a support worker's strike. As you heard her describe there, her daughter is in grade 12. She's pulling her daughter out of that school system. They are going to try and register in a different school in a neighboring school district.